0: And we are recording episode 906 on Sunday, September 11th, 2022, at 4.16 p.m. Eastern time with Mr. Roger Williams, the author of my favorite book, *Metamorphoses of Prime Intellect, about what happens after the singularity, not just could it happen and will it happen and how will it happen, but actually walks out and fleshes out what would happen after and despite being an insane roller coaster after many years looking back at it you kind of go that is what would happen I highly highly recommend it it's available on amazon as well as lulu same price on both things but roger gets a bigger cut on lulu less money to bezos so either support the next uh, i guess antichrist or support roger this episode is brought to you by shopify because I'm a terrible friend and I treat Roger like a jukebox. I texted him like an hour or two ago. We were supposed to do a reading and I said, "Do you have a 9/11 episode up your sleeve?" And Roger, ever patient, said, "Indeed I do." And so I was there. Weird. You you Oh, you were there?
1: Not not at, not in New York, but it's one of those things you remember for the rest of your life. It's like, yeah, I I was there in presence consciousness
0: i was 11 so i like kind of like kind of remember it
1: uh i was at work and we had received a few phone calls uh from relatives of people who were working for us suggesting that something really bad was going on and no, one, no we couldn't quite figure it out. But uh, And in those days, the internet was not what it is today as an information source. It's like, yeah, you might go on the internet and find, find out what happened last week. But as far as what's happening right now, that was not a thing the internet did in 2001. So what you wanted was a TV set. And we had a TV set in the building, but it didn't have an antenna. We used it to watch videotapes know for training videos and stuff and so uh everyone was like what the hell is going on and i was trying to rig up an impromptu antenna by jamming a wire into the rca jack and holding it up like this and i it was getting a grainy but recognizable signal from the news and we could tell that it was news break in that it was not normal programming so everybody was starting to gather around and that was when the first tower fell oh shit and yeah i was in like this posture and that's one of those things that they tell you if you live to be a thousand years old you will remember uh that's what i was doing on 9-11 and we had for the rest of the morning people calling in it was all telephones it was by yeah we saw this we heard this and and, uh i finally managed to get an antenna rigged up that i didn't have to hold up with my hand and we were all sitting there looking at this like crappy signal because it was still a piece of crap antenna and just going oh fuck and uh we had a couple of relatives who a couple of coworkers rather who had relatives in New York City, and they, of course, were just freaking the fuck out. Uh they were all good in the end, as it turned out. Uh but it was one of those things where you know you realize my brother-in-law and sister in law live in Japan. And a few years later, uh we were having a family get together and we were talking about it and he was like yeah i was like i pay good money for high speed he had high speed internet service in 2001 because he lived in japan and it's like he's paying good money for this and he's like why won't any fucking websites load and everything and then finally he you know because it's the middle of the night there and oh yeah and then he turns on the tv and it's like oh my god he realizes so this he, is why the internet is completely choked and not worth anything at the moment
0: even in japan even in japan wow <laughs> so wow uh, <laughs> that's ge- that um, that's genuinely amazing
1: well it's the global capacity yeah. for internet data at that time wasn't anything like it is now and it's like and nobody was even trying to use it for video hmm. but it was still just you know it was all all of the everything was clogged because every everybody was trying to get everything at the same time and it had never been designed for that uh So, you know, then it's like this is where broadcast media actually turns out to be a valuable thing uh, because they got through and you could find out what was going on uh, to this day. uh, That has been a thing several times
0: Uh, on on Air Force One that day. None of the communications were working they were getting cnn and fox and that's actually what bush was primarily using
1: yes uh because broadcast has a broadband you know it has a channel that's there no matter what the problem with the internet is that if too many sources try to transmit data at the same time it can overwhelm the channels that's still a thing today they've Upgraded it and upgraded again and again and again and again to 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 a state where we could not have imagined the amount of data being broadcast in 2001. I I used to think what well, the the stupidest thing imaginable is streaming video individually to millions of people asynchronously instead of like having a channel where you broadcast it all at the same time and they've made it mostly work i mean you know but again if you if you get an extraordinary event or a particular failure or something like that then it all falls apart and in 2001 the whole internet fell apart because everyone was trying to use it at the same time and that was no one was trying to send video no one was trying to do anything other than do texts and emails and stuff like that twitter didn't exist uh but you know even email it was all it all fell down because the bandwidth was just completely overwhelmed and that's you know that level of traffic would you know our our modern internet would laugh at that but the problem is our modern internet would be faced with people trying to send each other
0: 4k video of it
1: yeah and tiktok videos and stuff like that and so it would it would fall down for different reasons Um, but
2: yeah that changed the world
0: so do you think it was just so you're kind of going into it's it's relatively paired it's no one was uploading 4k 60 fps video but it's also i mean what the capacity of the internet grows exponentially every 18 months how many 18 month cycles have we been through in 21 years but why would it <clears throat> maybe i maybe i'm a little naive i mean i know i know cell towers specifically in new york were. i mean one not only were they flooded but the biggest like cell signal relayer was on top of right at the south tower north tower yep. um yeah and so that destroyed it. Um, but what do you think it was? What do you think the internet aspect of that was? Because I mean the NSA, the White House, the, the POX, the the Presidential Emergency Operations Center, they no all have really, their own backbones.
1: No one really saw the internet then as a thing. Okay. It it was sort of a sideline. Okay. Uh it was it was the media. The dedicated transmission lines that all of these entities had, and most of those held up because they were dedicated. This is one of the funny things about modern society, though, is that you know most of those dedicated lines are now tunneled through the internet. So if the internet fails, then all of those communication channels will also fail. Uh in 2001 it, it, there's a lot of those still had dedicated copper and fiber links that was just how things were done and now it's like oh it's so much cheaper and more convenient to just do it through the internet uh and if you're worried about security you encrypt it doubly, e triple e all kinds of redundant shit and all but it's still so much cheaper because other people have paid for all these expensive transmission towers and lines and stuff to get the data from point A to point B, and why should you do that? It's other people have done
0: it. So you'll have to excuse again my own my own ignorance of the topic, but why do you think the the internet would have if so if it's if we're saying it's not like a mature or fleshed out thing? Was it that people were using email instead of calling or in addition to calling, but even that relatively was flooding the internet?
1: Yeah. Well, in 1990, in 2001, uh, the internet was still mostly a text medium. Downloading a picture was something that would take several seconds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It was a special thing. Like if you were on Napster and you got someone who had a university broadband connection they'd see I, rem- you. I remember hooking up with someone and downloading the beatles white album in like five minutes and, that, that and was i big. was
0: like so thrilled that was big dick energy
1: it was yeah yeah uh, you know, and that's audio yeah it took yeah. me only five minutes to download compressed audio Equivalent to uh an hour of oh, yeah. uh, you know a, a studio record, and you know of course, today we have video and all these things, but the problem is the ratio hasn't really changed. We have all these video services because the backbone has become so much more capable, but the ratio between what we're asking of the backbone and what the backbone is capable of. Is not all that much different than it was 20, you know, 21 years ago. Hmm. So if something happened today. Then I'm not sure it would hold up any better. But the problem is that in 2001, there were other services that had their own channels that were completely independent of the Internet. And those were there. So when the Internet didn't tell you anything it's like my brother-in-law was like you know he's like it's two in the morning or whatever in japan and he's like you know he's gotten a couple of frantic phone calls and he's like why is this thing not working i am paying top dollar for the best internet service and finally he turns on the television set yeah and there he finds out oh fuck this is the problem yeah and it's no longer a mystery nowadays the people who would be servicing you know serving those signals I mean, look how much television got or entertainment content now is served streaming only and that depends on the internet being up and it, the internet is much more robust and much more capable than it was in 2001 obviously but But
0: if you do manage to
1: fuck it up, then everything
0: goes away. It'll be even more. Because like you said, if it's primarily a text. Yeah, I remember downloading like a a Blink-182 take off your pants (laughs) and jacket album in like fifth grade. Yeah, you you start downloading it and then you go to bed and it's ready Mm -hmm. when you wake up for school the next morning. 14 hours late, just audio. and um which is more all the more absurd i did download a video game on napster in like 2003 which is insane now that i think about it It probably took like a week but the point is is it's so if it's primarily text maybe some audio perhaps a picture versus now sure we're immensely more robust i mean unrecognizably more robust but it's all scaled up like you said it's yeah even if i just take a picture right now nothing special not on the not on the the d s l whatever the fuck this thing is d s l r if i just take a picture of you know my slipper and text it to you even that is like a thirty eight what is it, like thirty eight twenty by twenty one forty that's a mass ridiculous it's a massive file and yeah. that's just that so even if something happened today if you're only trying to stream it in eight k vr but if i went outside and just You know, I I saw like I did this last fall during an episode like the fire alarm went off and I went outside and like I had to cancel on the guest last minute Mm -hmm. and I never had this person on before and I didn't want him to think I was blowing him off. So I just (laughs) I real quick just took a video of the fire truck pulling into my apartment complex. And even that in 2021 still took like a minute to upload to my email and I didn't realize it but it was like 80 megabytes because it's 60 FPS 4K HDR and yeah. So the the point of all of this is it would all be scaled up. If 9 happened today, it would all be scaled up, but we don't all those other independent things.
1: The ra- The ratio between what we normally do day by day and the capacity of the network is actually about the same. So if everyone suddenly decides to do something at the same time, mm. the capacity isn't there for it. And that's been the case for a lot of things you know one of the uh aspects of climate change is that we're getting these massive rainstorms they just had one in california we had a pretty bad one in mandeville last thursday uh and it's in college uh, i lived
0: in a neighborhood called mandeville
1: yeah well fun fun facts
0: sorry <laughs>
1: suburb of new orleans yeah. We're 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 right across the lake pontchartrain causeway that 24 long, the longest bridge in the world over open water
0: yeah you gotta write a, a picture you Perfect. took is the one that google automatically made your profile picture yep yeah i'm, I'm stalking <laughs> i'm stalking you i remember
1: yeah and and when and shea made his video uh the first eight minutes of it is through the windshield of his car driving across the causeway that's, that's because it's just so weird it, it actually is uh but the thing is the now i've Gone. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> the, the, our, our day, our daily.
1: Welcome uh, to being 58 years old. Yeah. Da-
0: or me post concussion. Our, <laughs> our daily, the amount of things we do daily on the internet, our percentages, ratio.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, if everyone does the same thing at the same time, our networks have never been up to that. Uh, Even our drainage systems aren't. Uh, Since I grew up in New Orleans, I learned from a very early age that our drainage system is designed to clear six inches of water in the first hour and another inch of hour every hour after that. Now, if you get what they call a training thunderstorm system where, which is instead of the line of thunderstorms doing this. Okay. And you're under them for a few minutes. They do this. And so you have one after another, after another, after another, and you're just getting pounded. I was in the middle of one of the first of these events that was ever recorded. And you can get 12 inches of rain in a couple of hours. And then it floods because there's no drainage system in the world anywhere that can deal with that. No one will ever design for that because, first of all, it's impossible. And second of all, even if someone, magically tells you it's going to happen yeah no one's going to pay for it so what's going to happen is houses are going to flood people are going to be displaced cars are going to flood all this shit and this is you know happened a dozen or two times since that first one that i lived through
0: i was about to say what year what what year is that
1: Oh, see the first one when when we it was in the
0: 90s Oh, okay okay i'm retarded. Uh, sorry keep going so
1: uh, yeah it was you know i mean that was this is a thing that had never been observed before before the 1990s and so all drainage design all over the world was based on this idea that yes you will get an initial pulse and you have to deal with that and then you'll have reasonable rainfall after that that you then also have to clear out but then these storms started to happen where this thunderstorm would park itself over your neighborhood and you get like a foot of rain in two hours there's not a drainage system the world can deal with that that's basically what happened to the internet on 9-11 okay and It could happen again because no one is ready. No one designs for that. No one designs for that kind of extreme case because no one's going to put the money into it for this thing. It's not profitable. Yeah. No one expects it to happen. And then when it does happen, everyone throws their hands in the air and goes, well.
0: Military probably has something, but that's for them. Doesn't have to be profitable because it's national security.
1: Yeah. Well, they might have a dedicated channel or something, but the public internet is kind of like drainage. It's like everything goes through it. You know, you don't have. You know, do you think there is such a thing as a private drainage channel?
0: (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And even the military is increasingly dependent. I mean the the internet was invented for the By, military. Yeah, Arpa. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, and you know the, and and also they're looking at it as no, our needs are limit You know, our needs are text. We're looking at all this video bullshit, and they're it's like all we need to do is get through a few hundred bytes for command and control. But if the whole thing has been locked up, and your packet can't get routed because the router has been overloaded and crashed, then it doesn't matter.
0: There's actually uh, kind of a, a side tangent. Um, in Raven Rock, Garrett Graff talks about how they actually have their individual, like, their own cell towers that are completely inaccessible to the public. And then the NSA bought up, and I want to say 2003, uh, they kind of like, I think they blackmailed the guy, but uh, Quest which i guess was Mm -hmm. uh like an original like one of the it was floated to be like a a super fast isp and i think the guy was doing some shady wall street stuff so i think it was after the during the first bush term i think they went to him and they were because at first they were like we're tapping all the internets and then they saw this one Mm -hmm. and the guy was too ambitious and i forget what it is it's in james bamford's uh shadow factory but they go into it and they like this thing's not really working. This guy kind of wants it out. He kind of wants to sell it, but he's also like a first amendment, like absolutist. <laughs> and long story short, the NSA ends up buying it from him for like pennies on the dollar, but they did it specifically to have their own physically separate air gapped air air gapped internet. And I think it's mm-hmm. primarily on just like the, it's like between like DC, Baltimore, new york boston kind of that hub but they have right. their own physically separate system yeah
1: well and and that's where you need it most because the that's where you have such a high population density that if something like nine eleven happened today it would it would still clog all the tubes it would mm-hmm. be like everybody got, but on the other hand uh the media are now depending on the internet to transport their data so that independent channel that we had in 2001, uh, it's going to be crippled too. Okay,
0: yeah, I wanted to circle back to that. So are we actually worse off now? I mean, you know, to the layman like me, I would immediately look at like the size of the internet, the capacity and be like, it's 10,000 times stronger, but it's really not. Because like we talked about, everything's been scaled Because we're up. also
1: using it 10,000 10, yeah, times yeah. So harder.
0: But, and, and now what we have let die on the vine are those broadcast mm-hmm. kind of tele, telephone copper wires.
1: Yeah. I was talking to one of my coworkers about this a couple of days ago, in fact, about POTS, plain old telephone service, uh, which used to be bulletproof. That was the thing is that I remembered it's like a hurricane would hit, and everything would go out. The lights would go out, everything would be gone, but the telephone would still work. That's because it was built to be bulletproof. The local office had tons, literally tons, of lead acid batteries. The whole thing was made, the signal itself going down the wire was a current signal that was designed to be resistant to interference. So if water got in the line or something like that, it would still work. And everything about it was, you know, from the ground up was designed like that. And in the early aughts, when the cable companies started to want to offer telephone service, the regulators were like, well, you have to match the reliability of the bell system services and they had a lot of trouble doing that because as you know sometimes your cable goes out and well if your telephone is piggybacking on your cable it goes out too and all these intermediate stations on the cable network needed power they they were computers they had to
2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If that was
1: true of the pot service, that was nothing but fricking copper wire between you and the central office. Doesn't get any simpler. Uh, nowadays, it's not so much. The thing is, they let the cable companies start doing telephone service. And then the phone company came and said, if you're letting these assholes get away with this, uh why should we be spending all this money and so now even if your service is through at&t it's not so much likely to be you know that bulletproof liability that will work even when your whole town is under five feet of water that's just you know they don't do that anymore now they have their digital relay stations and shit uh even if your phone is an old style you know you know, you pull up and you get a dial tone and dial a thing. You know, it's like, yeah, that still looks to you like the same thing, but between you and the other guy, it's no longer the same. Now, there's a lot
2: of digital shit in there too. So now, Starlink,
0: is this a bolstering or is this a even more fragile growth
1: that is very hard to say i have it's
0: still it's still in its infancy
1: yes and uh for one thing uh the constellation of starlink satellites is going to constantly be atrophying Mm -hmm. i mean part of the promise of it is that they won't stay up there and become space debris which means that a certain fraction of that will be constantly re-entering and will have to be replaced. So it's kind of dynamic in that respect that the Constellation will have to constantly be refreshed by more rocket launches. I'm sure that just upsets the hell out of Elon. Yeah, but... You just keep buying them. Fuck. <laughs> uh, now, the concept is interesting i mean i can see the you know it, it it's not stupid uh i can see it working and i can see the reason that someone thought it was a good idea uh i'm not so sure that there isn't a downside somewhere because this is one of those things that seems to have been pursued i know the astronomers are all completely yeah uh, completely pissed off about light pollution it. yeah uh yeah well more more like uh the uh, satellites crossing the picture that you well yeah along the long expo-
0: the long exposures yeah
1: yeah uh, it's like uh photo bombing your picture of a nebula or something
0: <laughs> fucking product placement and... in, in 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 James Webb photos um, by Starlink, yeah,
1: well, James Webb doesn't have to worry about that because You're right because
0: that's way out there' That's a stupid comment,
1: yeah, it's a million miles out it's out right, outside Ke- right, the Ke- freaking moon All right, it's ground Ke- no, based Ke- it's ground based Ke- telescopes, they have to worry about the Starlink thing Ke-
0: observatory,
1: okay, because it's like tripled the number of orbiting things that are capable of doing this, and it's not even. Built up yet to the you know that was supposed to be now, but as a concept of creating connectivity for everyone on the earth, uh, it's brilliant, visionary. I mean, if that's your priority, sure. I mean, I remember as a child, you know, watching Star Trek episodes and Captain Kirk. Uh, beam me up, Scotty. Okay and the idea that you could take a device like this or like this, okay and just punch it up and talk to anyone in the world who had a similar device was like magic
3: yeah
1: and now it's real if i had a friend in afghanistan and i knew their number I could just punch it into that thing and talk to them. That's not even counting the fact that I can also watch video on that device. Yeah. Uh, So, in that respect, we are living in the science fiction future of when I was a child. But then you have to ask, how does it fail? Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing no one ever asks. And as someone who works in industrial service, that's the thing I am always. Dealing with. This is why I am sitting here with my feet hurting and kind of anyways, because I went on a difficult job last Tuesday and ended up overstressing myself because I was at the ass end of what used to be a coal fired power plant, which they are now taking apart. And I did the little happy dance when I saw on the News that they were taking, you know, they were taking this plan off the line. I was never going to have to see this truck scale again. And then in February, I got a message that said, "We need fifteen form remote controls because we're using this scale to weigh all the shit that we're taking off site as we take the plan apart." Like, <laughs> what? <sighs> so, yeah, that's where I was Tuesday. Three hundred miles from here. I mean, literally, I've driven this thing so. Many times, and the odometer it's like if I set the trip counter in my driveway, drive off to Clico Dole Hills in Mansfield, Louisiana, it will click over from 299 to 300 as I am driving up the driveway to the guard shack wow. plant
0: from my apartment in Athens Georgia up to my parents house in Maryland back in college I think from like my parking space I was I always hated it cuz my OCD won more but it was always I think it was 599.5 <laughs> but yeah yeah um so it's not to get completely pulled off into to internet phone stuff I kind of want to go back to just you remembering it more I yeah, mean again 9/11? I 11 I remember <laughs> yeah I mean I remember I remember hearing on the intercom I was in uh I was in Miss Woodall's fifth grade class, but for the one class a day I wasn't with her. I was with Miss Carr. I was in math. I was sitting next to Michael Mariano and we were playing with a little Lego underneath our desk. It was a skeleton with a sword and we were like sticking the sword through it. I remember they came on the intercom and said the the archdiocese has decided to close down all the Catholic schools, OLA, uh ctk christ the king our lady of the assumption saint john newman uh all of them uh ihm and because you know i was a moron i was like oh they're just I guess somebody just decided no more catholic schools <laughs> i was like well and i remember i looked at my buddy i go i go and he was just as dumb as me so i go we gotta go to the same school and he goes i know <laughs> and uh that was the worst of my problem and so we went back to miss woodall's class and she said um she lied to all of us she said some angry men got into a helicopter and attempted to fly it at the statue of liberty but they jumped out at the last <laughs> second and landed in the ocean and we were like so what's the problem and then you know my mom picked me up and she was crying because my mom's from just outside new york city like 30 minutes from Manhattan. Yeah, so and she i'm a, knew. and i was a little skyscraper nut i always loved them. and i just remember her crying saying the the twin towers are are flat to the ground and i was like oh fuck and like even i understood i remember my dad came home from work and we went to one of my dad's colleagues. It might've been his boss there in the same neighborhood. We went there and I remember watching the replays again and again and again, specifically the one from behind of the plane, you know, disappears completely. I remember that. Wow. And I remember, I don't really remember anything about the Pentagon or, or the Shanksville flight, yeah. but, and then my memory kind of. Yeah. Skipped. Those
1: were like, the, those were the B lists.
0: Those were the yeah that, that was, yeah that yeah. was that was the after which party su-
1: yeah, which sucks if you were one of the victims of them
0: 100%, or something hundred um, percent, and no then my problem. memory kind of like skips to I remember holding my dog and watching, uh, that like famous CNN footage of us in Baghdad. So that's like two years later, but no, very skip. Yeah, I mean, I remember in between. I remember. Me and my buddy Connor and my buddy Matt. I remember us watching like a flash video, like a flash animation, and it was Colin Powell singing, "Hey, Mr. Taliban, turn over Bin Laden." Colin Powell mm. gonna bomb your home. Hey, Mr. Taliban. I remember that, but again, it was very detached. You're 11, yeah, and um.
1: But let's not forget also the person who finally did get Osama bin Laden was Obama and SEAL Team 6.
0: Oh yeah, I I loved that meme 2011. I loved that meme because I think that's when Trump first was announcing to run and I remember there was an Obama meme and it goes Mr. Obama, did you did you mean to announce uh that you got bin Laden like during one of Trump's shows or something. He it was announced during Trump's show. And he goes, no, but I guess you could call it mine. He puts the sunglasses on. and It goes Trump card. I always loved that meme. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> yeah, I remember that. So now, ten years yeah. later, I do remember that. I was in college. Every morning, I yeah. walked from the frat house to the gym, and, and I remember walking.
1: And, in- and of course, we had a trumped up war. Oh, excuse my pun there, uh, which had nothing to do with nine eleven because sure. George W. Bush wanted we'll to finish there,
0: what Dad started.
1: Had daddy issues. And it had nothing to do with the twin towers or you know or any of that, and so that basically prevented us from actually dealing with what happened. Effectively
0: on 9/11 going after for a
1: decade, and uh, you know, and and yet, and also getting us into another quagmire, which killed a bunch 20 of people years, and all five
0: thousand Americans, uh, one point five million civilians.
1: Yeah, for you know, basically no reason that mattered to us at all, uh, but. Uh, props to Barack for actually finally finishing the thing that needed to be done uh, and killing the architect uh, but the The thing is in those early days we didn 't even have a fucking clue who did it. That was one of the reasons that uh, w was able to start his little pet war instead of doing what needed to be done was because no one had any information cool. sources
0: there were there actually were there was speculation it was bin laden on 9 11 01
1: oh before yeah before it happened no, laden...
0: no, no no i mean that after you know, that evening it was speculation yeah. within the intelligence community that it was him
1: well yeah among the spooks the yeah. spooks always know evidence like they yeah know yeah,
0: yeah because they fucking funded it but like you know that's another that's another rabbit hole for another <laughs> time um uh,
1: but uh the, the the thing is, it's like, yeah, it's like the spooks knew before it happened that something was going to happen. That whole, they didn't know exactly what.
0: That whole year, if you could, sorry, I know I keep interrupting you, but if you go back uh, a lot of great books by James Bamford, and I never knew this really until like three years ago, just how much they kind of knew it was coming, and not in some tinfoil hat way, but like the chatter, the FBI, oh, yeah. CIA, to the point where they were having these internal, basically, uh Danger rankings to where they're saying july, August September they said it's a near certainty we don't know what we don't know where, but they're like yeah. it's coming everything and they were, they, the were
1: they were presenting this to Bush and he was just going, eh, whatever. yeah, whatever
0: he was going listen, I am a cowboy, I'm a fucking whatever, and they were like it's coming
1: and it did mhm and yeah you know, that that's you know look when you when you have gone to the effort to create people. Like the spook community. Don't fucking ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, be one of those people. I could never do that. I, 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 yeah. Totally (laughs) respect what it takes to have that level of commitment and,
0: surgical detachment
1: yeah and it's like you can't tell the people you love most what you do and Mm -hmm. all that and it's like when someone who has dedicated their life to that is telling you you are in danger you need to do something don't fucking blow them off
0: yeah yeah to Kind of what you said earlier about Iraq what's actually kind of interesting is today. I mean, if
1: Dale tells you somebody's coming after you with a bowie knife and I think he's
0: dangerous. If da- Well, Dale would never say that because Dale is the most dangerous man in the room. But no, 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 I know. I get I, I get what you're saying. If Dale's But he telling,
1: might not be there when the other guy gets to you.
0: He's warning you. Dale actually, kind of fun fact, Dale actually retired a couple of months before 9-11 and yeah, then went right back in that. yeah yes. for 9 years and he, that's when he went to the special activities division which is delta force on steroids yeah what we were saying earlier about iraq actually kind of interesting today just kind of scrolling through twitter the most vocal like op- opponents you know they're all you know of course you know res- you know thoughts and respect to the victims but they're all joe kent former green Beret guys guys i've had on here before they're all the ones saying like and don't forget, they took that emotional like fervor, and they bulldozed us into Iraq where we had yeah. no. They're like all the guys I lost. They're like, oh, no, they got Look. screwed. They, and it's 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 kind of fascinating to see them say it the most. You know, even ten years ago, that would kind of be a, a an apocryphal thing to say. But you see those guys saying today, like, don't ever forget, like the military industrial complex will wring you dry. And it is, it, I guess, it's kind of uh, optimistic to see them saying that start to diagnose it from within well I
1: don't know if I'd call it optimistic I would say well I mean as opposed optimistic to that sort asylum. of
0: as, as, as opposed to hiding hiding behind the flag and you know how dare you question yeah this people earth, who
1: you think you're going to be jingoistic goers along or saying you see
0: them criticizing it more than any which is what that's yeah. to me is to me that's optimistic. No.
1: I mean, people like me have been you know, criticizing this for a long time. Sure. Like, that's people like me. It's like no one's ever going to mistake me for one of these people. And uh, I'm never going to have a security clearance because well, I'm who I am. Well, uh,
0: the most yeah. valuable criticism is the one we have for ourselves, because that's like the realest. You're like, oh, yes. this person has become aware.
1: Yeah. And but if those, I, Yeah, I, you're right. If those guys are starting to criticize it. I then... think it's
0: good. It's, it's good. You ex- I expect you to criticize it. I expect David <laughs> Vine, the author I've had on here, you know from from Yale or wherever, super liberal guy. I expect him to criticize it. It's... You don't
1: expect those guys to criticize it, though. And when
0: they do, when you hear Dale start saying carries like, weight, yeah, it, 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 that's exactly what I mean. When you hear Dale start to say like this is like another bullshit war, don't go be fodder for politicians. It carries a little more weight. Um, I'm actually going to run to the bathroom real quick. But what I so the but, but point of me going into all of, like my my vague memories of nine eleven. To like when we got Bin Laden, just as a person, I was 11, and then I was 21. The way your brain changes. I vividly remember I was premed, Valdosta, Georgia. Walked to the gym the same time every day. I went outside and I saw my buddy Corey, who was in the the fraternity next door, SAE. They had a big white marble lion, and he was painting it red, white, and blue. And he was shit faced. It was like five in the morning. I was like, Corey, I was like, What are you doing? And he goes, We got him. <laughs> and I went. We got him. And like, I, I just knew, I knew what it was. But even then, you can see the 10 year difference and just like how your own mind, you remember things more clearly. I remember, you know, my brother's death. I remember COVID. I remember, I'll be able to be telling kids in 50 years, I remember exactly how like COVID started and played out. Mm-hmm. What I want to get to is, I want to get back to kind of your direct experiences. Cause you were, what, you're in your 50s now? So you would have been in your 58. So you would have been what, 37? 37. 37. Like, Yes. So you have a, you're five years, that would have been five years older than me now. So you would have had, you have a much more mature memory of it. But with that, let me go to the bathroom real quick. Roger, take it over.
1: Uh, Okay. Well, uh, if you would like to get a copy of my book, which to, Tommy Kerrigan's favorite book, the Metamorphosis, Prime and Life. If you want to get a paper copy like this, this too, then I encourage you to get it from lulu.com, L-U-L-U. Uh, you can get it from Amazon, and I don't have a problem if you do that. It will be the same price. But if you get it from Lulu, they are the publisher of Origin, and I get a lot more of the money because Lulu has to charge you the same price that Amazon does. They The contract that makes it possible for you to get it from amazon requires them to do that but lulu gives me all the money that amazon and the book chain and all them guys would normally take so it's like the difference is like uh six dollars and seven dollar fifty um uh, but you know uh, on the other hand if you have a gift card if you uh just it's more convenient, I don't resent it or anything. If you do get it from Amazon, I get by far the most of my income from this thing from amazon because- simply because so many people go there, their search is good, they bring it up and uh they've act- they they actually advertise it to people so uh I'm cool with that too but uh just as a suggestion, if you want to do me solid. And uh you would like a copy like that. Now if you want an electronic copy like uh Kindle or ebook, uh you can get those anywhere, you know, from Amazon. There they are the publisher of origin. You know, it's uh you know for your Kindle, it's Amazon. So that uh doesn't matter. But if you would like a paper copy that you can read in the bathtub, then uh, I would ask you to consider getting it from Lulu. That's something that uh Tommy and I have flogged for a
2: few episodes here. And after that uh
1: ain't got much. So <laughs> that's uh Tommy asked me to bring things up. Uh I do have President Zelensky's
2: tweet up on the other monitor, but I would rather read it when Tommy is here. So, Oh, and I have a dram, a fine
1: Ukrainian vodka. And the reason I have a small bottle like this is that if it was a fifth, I would do something stupid. Okay. So oh, I just got finished showing your viewers my dram of fine Ukrainian vodka here. Ooh, what is it? Core? Core. And uh if I had a fifth, uh, it would probably lead to me doing something stupid. So
0: Listen, Tom, I'll be honest with you. I was involved with 9-11. I gotta clean. Haven't been sleeping well. Like, yeah. Roger. <laughs> so,
1: oh, since you're back, you know, uh, one thing I mentioned, I have yeah. President Zelensky's I was about, tweet. I
0: was, you read my mind. I was about to say on that note, what's Zelensky's tweet?
1: Today, we pay tribute to the victims of 9-11. It is one of the most tragic days in the history of America and the world. Facing missile attacks daily, Ukraine knows well what terrorism is and sincerely sympathizes with the American people. Terrorism is an evil it has no place in the modern world.
0: Fucking but, right, dude.
1: I think that was very classy. I think it is. In the middle of a war.
0: Absolutely. I mean... Which, which at the I moment,
1: mean, they're winning.
0: Yeah. Death, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Was it the curse of a curse, in, curse in, Kirsten, yeah, Kirsten? Or yeah. something
1: like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, uh, the Russians basically abandoned Kirsten Oblast today. And uh, apparently, their uh, people are running for their lives and abandoning their weapons. And oh. uh, it, it's turning into a total clusterfuck for the Russians.
0: Fuck around and find out. I mean, yeah. if you're going to invade another nation, you're always going to get your ass handed because you have people who it's the last thing they have. Even, Even the jihadists in, in Afghanistan and Iraq. Well,
1: I think the mistake that Vladimir made Vladimir. is that the last time this happened, it was the Russians defending themselves from uh, genocidal invaders, and they were defending their homes and Not they had nothing back. to lose. This time it's the Ukrainians defending themselves against the Russians it's and it's that's a slightly different
0: dynamic it's like what i call older brother strength i will uh, i will always kick the shit out of my younger brother he's tall he's taller than me and he could he honestly he could put on more muscle than me but i will always dig deep and kick the shit out of him because i can't lose my older brother i'll fucking kill myself and the same goes for my older brother right there is something where it's like invading is always going to create a resistance that is not just mm-hmm. even if it's not let's just uh, even they if they thought Russia, it
1: would be a curb stomp that well, they, look, 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 they thought they the, would take care of it in three days it would be a curb stomp and it would be done
0: and let's look at someone who deserved to be invaded Nazi Germany they still Ooh. fought viciously because right or wrong even though they deserve to be invaded there's always this there's always like a, a a native connection that's just going to conjure up a, a rabid resistance justified or not. Even if you're mm-hmm. Nazi Germany.
1: Yeah. If you're on someone else's, Imperial what Japan. they think is their homes, their yeah. home. Yeah. Then you're, you got an uphill battle doing anything.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, and that's not new. So it's kind of like, fuck around and find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but to kind of, to pivot back to you with the and antenna. that
1: and again this is nine eleven. this was we were attacked on Perfect. our helmets and and the united states had i it's like have we ever even experienced that or, before pearl, Har-
0: pearl harbor it was six decades but prior. pearl
1: harbor was a territory it wasn't even yeah, you're right territorial united states you're and, right
0: and, and and hawaii is just so far away you're kind of like yeah i mean it's, yeah
1: it's, it's
0: kind it, was, of it was important because the fleet was there, but yeah. it wasn't like it was
1: part of America it in wasn't the like way that New LA. York. For God's sakes, yeah. is.
0: or if they had bombed like uh, the fleet in like San Diego, that would have been yeah. Different. That's a good point. Um, but to kind of pivot back to you being thirty-seven, so towers come down, Pentagon, Shanksville. What else? again my memory my dad traveled a lot so my memory kind of cut off that night where i was i was scared i was like they're gonna try it again tomorrow and like the airports reopen." up and my dad was like no they're not and like, yeah. they didn't
1: oh and then, well they shut down air travel and i know people who had to rent cars and drive halfway across the country to get home because air travel wasn't available uh and it was you know that was one of the things that drove it home to everyone how serious that was when they when they shut all the flights down, yeah, no, nothing like that had ever happened before, yeah. And it was, you know, being middle-aged, right. I had, you know, I just like, I grew up taking for granted that things worked a certain way, and was like, they did what? <laughs> it was wasn't it the
0: director of the FAA's first day?
1: It was, i think it was, yeah, it was his I think first it day been, yeah.
0: and he had to cut off he had to do something that had never been done yeah so but does. it
1: wasn't his decision the the decision came from cheney yeah from cheney yeah it was very high up and uh you know whether you say it was from cheney or for bush or is there any difference uh the the, the point was nothing like that had ever been done in modern america uh yeah we had had you know it's like you go back to world war ii and we had things like rationing Mm -hmm. gasoline stamps and stuff like that but just by fiat shutting down the entire airline system nationwide and forbidding air travel across the country because we don't know what the fuck is happening next and of course that just disrupted everything it's like people complain about covid measures yeah this was like the same thing at the time. And this no was,
0: annou- no announcement. It just happened in one yeah, day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. At least with COVID, we had some
0: odd coming. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like there was a little warning. It was a little there was rumbling at least if you're paying attention to it. But nine eleven, it was like that morning, skyscrapers are fucking falling down. And that afternoon, you can't get on an airplane anymore.
0: In twelve hours, yeah, less yeah. than
1: that actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, and less. I mean, what, what, yeah, you know, it, it was
1: like within two hours after after the attack, they grounded yeah. all the airplane, all the airlines everywhere. You know, it's like every airplane that was in the air had to find the nearest airport and land. Oh yeah,
0: Tom, and Tom to Canada,
1: if it wasn't where you were planning to go, so too bad. You had to figure out how to get somewhere else because there were no airplanes flying for days after that, before they got it sorted and figure out how they were going to deal with this thing, because no one had ever done this before. There had been hijackings. Everyone thought they knew how hijackings worked. The hijackers are going to have demands. You deal with them. You negotiate. You do this and all. It's like when the first plane hit the first tower the whole world changed yeah by the that this is one of the things by the time flight 93 had been delayed and the people on flight 93 had cell phones they weren't Camera you know all this shit that we have today, but they did have cell phones, and some of them were on even though it's not allowed on the airplane and they found out hmm. and that was you know the tactic was obsolete at that point; they knew they were going to die, and so they chose to go down in flames rather than do it passively that's why there's a monument to them in Pennsylvania today. Hmm. Todd Beamer. Yeah. It's like, let's roll.
0: Yeah. It's fucking hardcore.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone on that plane was a fucking hero. Oh, yeah. But sometimes it's not because you were born a hero or that's in your blood, but you know, it's like you wake up one day and realize you're either going to be a hero and you're going to be dead or you're oh, gonna yeah. just going to be dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so they were, they were there. It was like making, you know, cups of boiling, you know, making boil, you know, boiling water to s- put in the faces of the hijackers. They went full home uh, alone.
0: They went yes. full home. They, they, yeah, they took the, the, the food, the food carts and just bum rushed it like a fucking medieval battering ram.
1: Yeah. And they were and there was like, you know, the and the terrorists augured the plane into the ground deliberately and they were fighting them till the last inch
0: yeah you can hear him screaming yeah walk akbar yeah and um
1: you know but that you know it was like you know by that time you know it's like the attack wasn't even over yet and the technique was obsolete that's a good point because at that point there was nobody in the world would ever just sit passively by and let the hijackers control the airplane because they knew my my dad they, was they're like, not just going to end up on a tarmac somewhere waiting for the you know negotiators
3: yeah
0: waiting for Dale
1: yeah
0: um my dad was on a flight a couple days after that and he said uh he said like uh throughout the plane it was just like the they, they took like the biggest guys even from like the back of the plane and people were giving up their seats and they lined what they did was they line the aisle on first class and then a, what a lot of them did was put put blankets around their forearms in case the guys had knives so you had just you took you they would just went through and they just you know kind of did like a head count and they're like who's the ready biggest, who's the yeah. biggest guy if it's a bunch of like young girls it'd be you and i it'd be tommy and roger and they put right in the right in the aisle seats and you're just ready to fuck them up but like um my dad was actually at portland jetport that morning which is where muhammad oughta took off from uh yeah and uh uh, I never knew Muhammad out flew from Portland to Boston and then hijacked. I always thought he hijacked from, Bo- or from Portland, but my dad was at Portland Jetport that morning. Jeez. So fucking insane. But, um, so again, from your mindset, so like my memory kind of cuts out like that night. I remember all saying like nightly prayers with mom and like, you know, all everyone praying for like the victims. And like, I don't, I really, I mean, really I had just turned 11. I really don't remember much. What is it like the next day?
1: Well, the next day, there still weren't any flights, and okay. it was like this eerie calm. Uh You had all of the people calling on the phone saying, well, I'm in frickin' Arkansas, and I can't get back, you yeah. know, and it's like, I, I think I can get a rental car with some other people and get back, and it was like that. It was like that for two or three days, in fact, Uh, and no one, why this had happened, and there were all these rumors going around. Uh, I don't think it was for, you know, maybe a couple of weeks before we started to get the sense that it was the, uh, these Islamists, you know, with, you know, bin Laden and all. Uh, in, in fact, it was longer than that before we heard bin Laden, but we heard it was like, well, there were Islamic terrorists and they hate our way of life and mm-hmm. hate, uh, you know, well that's the that's the narrative US cast on it yeah, but yeah. uh what they actually hated was the fact that we were economically controlling their interests cuz it's always about money isn't it uh i think the most interesting take that you'd never see on it that i saw was a, maybe a year or two later um i think it was rachel maddow who did this episode where she played a video of bin laden at this point it had been oh yeah releasing. he was releasing tapes yeah he was releasing tapes everyone knew that he was behind it by then uh but he was hiding in the mountains and no
0: one could find In the caves Lee virginia yeah sorry uh, like, <laughs> i i i'm not, not to make light of all the one of like I, like I no. said one of, my, one of my, my my old gym buddy was a firefighter on that day and lost a bunch of friends i'm not trying to make light of it uh
1: but she she played this tape where bin laden was going well this only cost us $25,000 and a few of our fighters some of whom didn't know
2: that they were going on a suicide mission how evil is that yeah okay uh
1: but this is our return the united states has spent this many billions of dollars doing this they lost this many billions of dollars in revenue it's lost many billions of dollars and she cut in and said this is what it's about to this guy it's about money it's about economic warfare and he won yeah, he I mean, spent less money. than a hundred he spent less than a hundred thousand dollars and cost trillion. us billions upon billions of upset our uh, upset our society upended our legal system because then they passed the usa patriot, patriot act,
0: act domestic surveillance which we're still we're still being renewed through
1: 2022 and you know which as we discussed in another episode the government having that as a tool decided to use to upend corn. the porn industry. Uh and it's just like one thing after another and he was just gleeful. He he won. Economically, he won. He yeah. struck. It's like he aimed a bullet and, and unleashed Goliath. a tornado.
0: It's perfect. perfectly targeted one perfect i was thinking about this that this morning i saw a bunch of green braids got again the most insane thing to see them posting but they're saying i'd say he won Mm -hmm. 21 years domestic surveillance police state department of homeland security seven trillion dollars in the iraq war bases all over the world I mean, we just, yes, and none last...
1: of us, none of us would have ever thought this was possible in 2001.
0: Well, I even mean, if that... you had told him what would happen in 2001, we might've said, yeah, that's winning. So even if you thought it was possible, you probably would've said good, but now you look at it and you go, did we get, it? did we get our fucking teeth kicked in? as uh,
2: Bobby Fisher said,
1: we got our fucking teeth kicked in.
0: It's not, it's not an easy pill to swallow, but I mean, he wanted to destroy our way of life. But the
1: first, the first rule of figuring out how to fight is learning that you lost so that you know that you need to do something different.
0: Understand you got punched in the face, drop the ego. You got lit up.
1: Yeah. And, and we did, I mean, that's uh, our country got, gut punched Hmm. and for a good ten, fifteen years, we didn't even really understand it. A few people did, and they tried to tell us, but most of us weren't listening.
0: I'd say we can still pivot. We can still, as Ron Paul would say, back when I was at twenty twelve, blowback—the unintended consequences from our meddling and our covert op- operations abroad many of which are classified so when there is blowback the, the average joe doesn't even know it's blowback they just go fuck was that about
1: yeah <laughs> fuck was that
3: well
0: right?
1: it, it, and and really in, in in a lot of senses what bin laden does was against that was things blowback. like that yeah that was it was blowback, blowback from the
0: mujahideen and- that was us funding them in the 70s to bleed so it's a big new Brzezinski, bleeding him dry take out the soviets we call them freedom fighters reagan applauded them mhm but
1: they always hated us
0: yeah and then they wanted to get involved in, what, 92 or 93? And we are like, fuck out of here. You guys are fucking, we're done with you. It's a one-night stand. And they are like, the <laughs> fuck we are.
3: Yeah, so, and,
1: and I'm laughing, but it's. No, but it, it's. That, that's what it was. That's, you know, and, and we're like, we're living with that today. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, the, the world before 19, you know, before two thousand one, had a very different feel, and it's very strange to even be trying to remember it because the, you know, everything was about oh, the Clintons and her emails and
0: yeah, uh, basically, Bill got, Bill got a blow, yeah, Bill got a blowjob, like eh. yeah.
1: Our president got a blow job and there's a blue dress and the per, you know, and Hillary had some emails on a server and then this is all so terrible. And meanwhile, Mitch McConnell is plotting to stack the Supreme Court and you know and he's, and
0: he's married to a a woman whose father is on the chairman of the board of the biggest Chinese defense contractor. No one ever brings that up about oh, boy Mitch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh and and then this happened, and partially it gave cover to those assholes like Moscow Mitch. Oh, did I say that?
0: Yeah. I, I would I would say a little more Beijing. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> and that turtle.
1: Yeah, and uh, it gave these assholes cover to do a lot of damage domestically. Because we were looking at stuff overseas that actually wasn't as important as we thought it was. Because these were just a bunch of individual assholes. And it's like, we didn't need the U.S. military to take these assholes out. What we needed was SEAL Team 6 and a few CIA guys. A couple of Dales. Find, yeah, a couple of Dales. Find them. Use night vision. Yeah put bullets in their brains come home
0: no nation building
1: call it good yeah yeah Yeah, that's what should have happened yeah instead we went and fucked up our entire position in the the world. world yeah and it will if we can ever make it right if we can ever get back to where we were in 2000 where we were just fucking respected no one took it for granted that the united states was you know it's like the u.s tells you a thing needs to happen oh well yeah for the most part yeah we've lost that we threw that the fuck away and yeah it's it's we're a generation at least away from getting that back if we ever will and uh it's been
2: (laughs) oh it's you know that part of the story before you were born i had another great disappointment because i grew up
1: being born in 1964 so i was a teenager in the 1970s which was the age of you know the hippies and free love and all this stuff was in the background and of course i wasn't one of those people i was you know the good kid and all that but i saw this it was sexual freedom it was like we had the birth control pill Mm -hmm. now we have you know Uh, you know roe v wade it's like you can have relations with whoever you want it's like it's good thing it's like you can you you know you had all this music and everything and just as i came of age to enjoy all this we elected ronald Reagan.
2: yeah we shifted it didn't just shift it was full reverse squared.
1: And apparently a lot of the people who had been in that movement just got tired of it and decided to sell out. And it's like, no, we want to you know, have
2: a lot of salary.
1: Break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want some stability and all that, which is yeah. fine. But, yeah. But it all started to roll backward. We were gonna you know, I oh, I left a post I left a post on Usenet in the late nineties. I said, you know, it's like when I was in my teens, we were gonna solve poverty, you know, we were gonna go to the moon, we were colonize space, we were going to make sure the races got together we were going to you know solve all these problems once and for all that we had always known were problems and then in 1980 we
2: decided
1: no we're not
0: isn't that what uh Hunter S. thompson said if you look
2: at yeah
1: the- you see this wave
0: you look coming at hollywood hills you can see where the wave of the 60s reached its and apex ben, and then withdrew.
1: It's just... Such a great analogy. And, yeah. And, and, and he was there 10 years before me. But he saw it in 1970. I saw it in
2: 1980. And it was disappointing. It was like... I... I
1: was I think I wanna say twenty five years old before I voted for a politician who actually won their election.
2: So what?
0: (laughs) Eighty nine. Right?
1: Sixty-four, eighty-nine. Uh yeah, it was mid eighties. I yeah, I think I think I voted for a representative in the mid eighties who won her post. (laughs) But it was you know i cast my first vote for president to re-elect jimmy carter well no, that went I, well that was
2: 80 right hmm
1: that went well
2: <laughs> and I it's, I... it's,
1: it's 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 like i understand i disagree with people they disagree with me now but the world that has been built since i was that age is not at all the world anyone should want to live in that there is so much wrong and i i've done I, i voted in every fucking election that I have been eligible for since I was 18 years old. And it's disheartening to see that so many other people are basically deluded by propaganda. And the Supreme Court has held up that rich people can spend as much money as they want on propaganda because it's speech.
0: Yeah, money speech, corporations or people.
1: I mean, that's the death of our nation. 100%. The founding fathers are spinning in their graves so fast we could tap them to make power.
0: Could, I mean, we could we could we could heat Germany this winter.
1: Yes, it, it, it's like this isn't at all the country that these men tried to make. Yeah, you know, we were aspiring. It's in in the United States it's always been very flawed. Sure. I mean, slavery, anyone?
0: Yeah. I mean dude, women couldn't vote till what after was it after World War One? Like
1: Yeah. But we try. Sure. The whole point is that we try and the last Ten years or so, what we've been doing is going backward. I mean, it has looked disturbingly what happened in Weimar Germany before the Nazis came to power, and it's it
0: looks like we're teeing it up for a like a
1: demagogue.
0: Yeah, it's either Trump v two, or it's someone who's going to make us wish for Trump.
1: I don't think it's going to be Trump because he's too old and he's too tainted.
0: I think he likes his position now of pe- like Republicans at least go and they they want the, the, the Trump uh, endorsement. I think, yeah, he, they, I think well, he likes that kingmaker status. I've thought about this a lot. I think he likes because right, Tim Dillon said it best. Tim Dillon hates Trump. He goes, Trump could, he goes, in 50 years, you know, right now it's too close in the rearview mirror. In 50 years, it could just be brushed over as, well, he was doing good, and then COVID took him out, and he's not wrong. Like, that's probably how it will be. Like, once it all fades away, he's like, and Trump might want, that's going out after you win the Super Bowl, and then, all right, whatever. Then that's, that's, a, that's a, a very generous view of him. But Trump himself will never accept that. No, 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 no. His ego
1: I, is way too big
0: oh exactly but i think he likes where he is now because he he
1: doesn't he wants to be president again you think so forever for life
0: well no i think no i think he wants to be dictator of the world i don't i don't question i don't question that he wants to be dictator of the world but
1: well being dictator of the u.s means being dictator of the world
0: well i'm not wrong we
1: have the biggest military not wrong you know the next 10 countries down combined
0: but let's say so he, if you're a
1: dictator of the u.s then you are a dictator of the world
0: so let's so, say he he examines it and knows deep down that he won't win i think that he, i think i think now i'm with you i think he wants to win i think you think he, i think that he thinks he's probably entitled to it i think mm-hmm. he probably also knows he can't win and i th- no, think that he i likes, don't
1: think he does know that really i think i think he lives in a bubble of reality where he has convinced himself that he is entitled to it and that if if he doesn't win it, then it means it's all corrupt. It was was rigged, yeah. Yeah, it's rigged. And so he will never accept that he is not president.
0: Now, if we keep going down this seemingly, you know, circling the Weimar drain, do you think (laughs) there's a good sticker? But (laughs) (laughs) circling the weimar drain that's going to be the first song on my new solo album (sighs) young young tommy um dj Misinfo. do you think that are we are we then teeing it up for for him or someone like him to legitimate to 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 win to genuinely win an election and that doesn't make it right but are we teeing it up so as The animal is getting cornered. The United States is realizing that we aren't respected. It's not, you know, the glorious land. Are we reaching a point where we're going to lash out and tee up a total fascist dictator? And not only not not have them steal it, but have us democratically vote them in. And that doesn't make it any, if anything, that makes it worse.
1: Well, fascism doesn't get in because of great national causes. Fascism gets in because of individual causes individual expectations the economy are you able to hold a job is is you know do you feel economically secure those are the things that got the nazis in power because Mm -hmm. they promised people we will fix this these things that the the reparations that were imposed on Germany after World War One ruined our economy. Yeah, and we are going to fix this. That yeah. was how the Nazis got into power. And so, and and if you listen to the rhetoric that is going on in this election cycle, the Republicans are desperate to make it about the economy. Mm-hmm. And you know, they you know because they they are desperate to make it about these things the problem is that they are the dog that caught the car with respect to roe versus wade and they're fucked they don't know what
0: to do he got the, the trophy
1: yeah the the thing is they've gerrymandered all of these districts all over the country this is the problem with gerrymandering though is that you trade a large advantage in district for a smaller advantage in multiple districts to get more districts Mm -hmm. so that you get more representatives Mm -hmm. okay so what's the acceptable swing in a lot of cases the gerrymandered advantage is two or three points that's considered big that's considered solid decisive In most cases because things like this tend to be consistent it's just like at the beginning of the covid thing i was telling someone it's like you know there was like well you can't prove anybody died of covid this is before there were covid tests and all and i was like well there's a hundred thousand excess deaths and the death rate is very consistent and this is like two sigmas above I was like, whoa, well, you can't do that. You can't. It's like, it's like, no, I can. This is what statisticians do all the fucking time. It's
0: yeah. like, okay. Deviation from the norm.
1: Right. Okay. So you've got, yeah, the Republicans know this. The people who do the gerrymandering know this. They're very excellent at math. They're good at what they do. They've been planning for years. It's like, we can take instead of having four districts out of eight, we can have seven put all the Democrats in the other district by gerrymandering. Now, that means instead of having a six-point advantage in all of these districts, we'll have a 1.5-point advantage. But the problem is then what happens is all of these women register to vote as they've been doing all over the country, especially in states that are red and have these attorneys general and legislatures that are passing all of these dumb shit laws about abortion. And so so you get a six point swing. Mm. Now, that gerrymandering you did all of a sudden bites you in the ass. Because now instead of having eleven districts, leader. you lose them all.
0: Yeah, I, I and you know me. I'm I'm no Biden fan, but I actually do think that it's a big brain move. I think the reason he didn't maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but I do think I do think that Oh that speech
1: but, was about rousing no, the base. Oh no, I'm
0: not talking about the speech. No, I don't give a fuck about that. It's a fucking speech. I'm talking about uh no. not codifying Roe v. Wade. Let him pass it and galvanize your own base i tactically it's brilliant i think that's what it
2: was well they don't have the votes to codify
1: it yet in congress
2: sure but they're like
1: give us the votes in 20 in the midterms and then we'll codify regardless
0: yeah it does seem like a kind of let it let the levies fail it tactically i think it if it wins you the seats i mean just in the just remove all attachment to our own political views just look at it as like a detect like a kissinger just psychopathic viewing the chessboard it is a path to victory
1: oh yes
0: i'm not condoning or opposing it i'm just it's what it is i'm
1: not even looking at psychopathically i'm looking i'm cackling yeah no no like going oh yes this is a thing that's going to probably happen
0: i think that's that's what it is they
1: fucked up the republican party this year is the dog that caught the car and it doesn't know what to fuck to do with the tire it
0: bit it's like i think the second super bowl the patriots lost i forget who the fuck they're playing but the other team was on the one yard line there's only so many seconds left And they, you know, they snap and then all the Patriots just stood up and they let the other team run in for the touchdown and everyone was kind of looking at like the, but the idea was Bill Belichick, the head coach was like, the game is still winnable. What I need is time. So he let the other team go take it It ended up not working, but had it worked, it would have been a brilliant tactical play, (laughs) but if it works and you let him go, because what it did is he ended up giving himself a lot more time ended up not working out. I think that's what it is, is. I think that if you see them kind of they're going for this, this the dog is going for the steak. They've been going after for decades. They aroused a sleeping giant. Yeah. And it's if it wins you the fucking election. I mean, it, then it's not if it sounds stupid, but it works. It's not stupid. And, you know, I'm not I'm not. That's not the fucking way I lean. I'm just looking at it detached. They
1: they've been they've been hanging this carrot in front of the religious right for 40 years.
2: Yeah, come you like, come you like with us. And, it, yeah.
1: and they finally let them have the carrot. Well, now they got what they wanted. The law has been overturned. States everywhere are passing this increasingly sadistic laws. Basically denying gynecological services to women under all kinds of life and death situations and there's news articles about it all over the place and the state legislators state legislators seem to be like a particularly cruel and stupid group of people in general and they're just like doubling tripling quadrupling down it's like no we've been told our entire political lives. This is what we have to do: is make sure that women have to bear children or die trying. That's their attitude. And well, women are starting. You know, it's like all of these young women, older women who have taken it for granted their entire lives. They're men who are like, "What the fuck?" Are all looking at this like they're horrified. And this is in the middle of this midterm election, you know, just far enough in front that everyone will still remember it when the election occurs. And the pundits, the pollsters, nobody is able to process the sea change that this represents, that this is a fundamental shift True. in the electorate and i i am you know it's not a matter of optimism or pessimism my calculation at looking at the map is that there will be a blue wave this season because the republicans have painted themselves into a corner that the supreme court has then thrown the rest of the paint over their face and uh i don't see how they get out of it and i mean i don't even see how the gerrymandering and the voter restrictions and all the other shit these idiot fucking assholes have been doing will even save them it won't be enough
0: yeah you almost wonder 'Cause right, it's always like we talked about earlier with like the invading force, the invading force will always have a, a greater resistance. I would imagine that they'll try to pull they'll try to galvanize their own base. You finally overturned it, come out to vote this fall to keep it. But
1: But they won't. That doesn't
2: work that but, way.
0: Yeah, be it sports or be it war. You can never quite you never have the same revved up energy as you do when you're the then when you're the underdog right
1: a lot of the base a lot of the very people they thought they were appealing to are now starting to realize how horrible this is teenagers children being forced to carry the babies of their rapists Mm. that is Try tell me there is a more powerful ad than that.
0: Yeah, I know. That's some, that's some fucking shit out of Revelations. A yeah. demon inseminating you. Yeah,
1: And, you know, it's like uh, a lot of the people that they took for granted as their base, particularly women, are going to go into that voter booth having told their husband and all their families, of course, honey, I'm voting Republican, and they're going to pull the D lever. Because Probably not wrong,
0: yeah.
1: You know, uh, it's happened. It's not, and that's not conjecture. Kansas, of all places, voted down, and you know the amendment to, uh, or voted. I just forget how it works, but basically they voted for abortion rights. This is like one of the most conservative parts of the country. Oh, for sure. And and I'm sure that the Republicans in the other 49 states are doing Hershey squirts now that they have seen this. And all over the country, Republican uh, candidates are cleaning their websites of their anti-abortion views. This is the thing that, yes, it's on Daily Kos and Democratic Underground. There's articles there about how, oh, yeah, all over the country, Republican candidates. We used to be like super duper anti-abortion. All of a sudden, their abortion views are not on their website anymore.
0: Yeah, because you can you can hold it up. You can hold it up if you kind of know it's never going to be a thing, right? it's a it's a it's a call to your base it's but just like theoretical said, it, but yeah it's a, it's a thing it's it's we gotta we gotta stop but when
1: it. you have actual 10 year olds
0: you did being it, yeah. told
1: you have to bear your rapist's baby because of this law all of a sudden a lot of those midwestern christian people start to get goosebumps and like yeah, you get to let you go mm. Mm. That's not quite what we meant. That's really not quite what we meant, is it? And you know, it's uh and and it's all very dynamic. It's all swirling around right now. It it's like there's there's no quite telling where it will end up. Uh and I like I've said, I think that we'll end up being a blue wave. That's not a certain things like a football sure. game you never know yeah you can always okay.
0: predict xyz will happen and it's any given someday
1: yeah uh the other guys could rally there there could be an effect that i haven't seen but i personally think what it is is that they are not seeing this effect and they're defiantly not seeing this effect they are insistently not seeing it and They're going to get their asses torn out because they're not willing to see it. That's what I'm seeing.
0: I don't don't think you're wrong. I'm trying to think of... I don't think there's any way they could downplay what you're talking about. I don't think there's any way they could downplay it. I think, like I told you like two weeks ago when we were talking and I had a panic attack, the only thing that kind of made the panic attack subside is because I accidentally got high and I was just panicking more. (laughs) I don't see them, again, just tactically. I don't see them necessarily being able to make this less of a thing than it is. I'm wondering what would there be, just as a thought experiment, what would there be bigger that would galvanize? The only thing I could think of is, and this would never happen because it hasn't happened since Nam, but it would be, no, not a draft. I get that's too hyperbolic. If we started putting U.S. soldiers in Ukraine,
1: that won't happen.
0: But I'm just, again, I'm just as a thought exercise. The
1: Ukrainians don't need it. We, we, everyone can look back at it. They'll look at that
0: Logically, sure. But I'm just saying, let's just walk this out as a thought experiment. Is you saying, because you just said, is there an unforeseen thing? So I'm trying to think what would be the unforeseen thing. That's really all I can think of is if, if, if the Biden DOD put troops in Ukraine, they would, you'd have a bunch of those guys I was mentioning earlier.
1: Putin actually detonates a nuke anywhere in the world. Yeah. That's the only thing that I can see that would ups up the, I think, upset the equation right now.
0: I think that, or American troops in Ukraine. I don't even know if that would do it. But in terms, there of there won't
1: be any American troops in Ukraine. Roger, I, I, I know, unless that. I'm just, something like
0: I'm, I know you that
1: detonates a nuke somewhere.
0: I know that, but what I'm saying, I'm just thinking, what would it be? Not even probabilities. It would be something. Just like something dumb enough for the Republicans to actually go through and get Roe v. Wade overturned, it would be someone fucking too cocky and saying we're putting boots on the ground. That would be it. That would be that. Yeah, but someone that's the only would... thing. The only no, person
1: who can do that is Dark Brandon. Yeah,
0: the the yeah. though, no, and that's the <laughs> thing is I don't think it would happen. I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying like war gaming it. What would be it? That's probably about it. That's probably the only thing you could get to galvanize that or a wild card. Something happens in Taiwan, and that might swing it more Biden's favor, or in the opposite. That's kind of the. That's a good suggestion. That's the unknown, unknown, right? That's yeah, that I mean, us, us
1: putting boots in Ukraine is not a thing that can happen, but we don't have any control over what happens. No one knows in what's going to
0: no uh, happen there. Yeah,
1: if if something happens there, then the, you know, then the checkbook opens,
0: and and even notes. yeah, and even that, if something happens in Taiwan, that could just solidify Biden's win even more. I don't even know. Yeah. Or it might or it might solidify his loss.
1: Well, that's that's the thing is that that's what happened when the stacked Supreme Court overturned Roe. Mm. This, you know, the Republicans have been promising this for 50 years Yeah. that, oh, we're going to do we'll this. And, well, they did it. And now it turns out that a bunch of people. Who never thought that it would happen have noticed, and oh, they can vote now. You know, something like Taiwan or something like that. Yes, that's a, a possibility. But right now, sure, you have an enormous slice of the electorate. The, the new voter registrations have been six to ten points female above male in every red
2: state. Not in blue states, but in red states.
0: So what I'm getting to with the boots on the ground is in the same way, someone have to say in what way Tommy and Roger disagree politically, but they still do podcasts every week. Mm -hmm. What would have to lead to them not doing podcasts anymore? It would have to be something absurd. That absurdity, we would both agree, will never happen. But as a thought experiment, it'd be like, I guess Tommy would have to go physically assault Roger, or Roger (laughs) would have to, like, you know, frame Tommy for a crime. Sure. I don't see it happening. That's what I'm getting to with boots down the ground. I don't see it happening. I'm just trying to walk it out as a what would do it. Mm. It would be that. It would be a Putin nuke or a wild card of a, a Chinese invasion in Taiwan. And even that wild card, I don't know which way that swings, that swings towards Biden or towards fucking who DeSantis, whoever runs against him. I, I think have no I, idea.
1: I mean, actually, I think, I think the Chinese invading Taiwan uh, would depend very strongly on exactly how, how Biden responds and exactly how it goes in the first
0: week or two. You'd either have uh, him bolstered as a wartime president yeah. or if you fumbled it exactly there's really no gray area yeah. yeah you're right i
1: mean you know the you know for all of our disagreements we don't disagree on all that much no at no, all. No.
0: which is kind of hilarious as you see it in a <laughs> microcosm just how much we all are like you and i are in a, you and i are not an exception and we're like we really don't disagree that hey spoiler alert that's that's most of the nation <laughs> but yeah, I guess yeah, Taiwan. Too bad our politicians can't see that. Yeah, well, they're all fucking pedophiles. They're not that they're fucking <laughs> pedophiles. They all are of them. Pedophiles. They're all every every fucking every one, one of them. Party, Copy and pasted, three D printed right out of Epstein <laughs> Island. Epstein Epstein's <laughs> temple is a fucking three D printer. That's what it is. It's a it's a big three D printer. For the
1: people. whole House of Representatives is there, <laughs> and the Senate.
0: <laughs> um. Kind of interesting, though. I guess in a, in a final advertisement for MOPI. yeah, I would say Taiwan is kind of the singularity. We're walking up to it. We don't know which way it goes. If something happens there, not only how does that affect Ukraine? That either, yeah, that either solidifies right Bush. Well, right I,
1: now, a lot of semiconductor manufacturing and a other lot Taiwan manufacturing than shit.
0: you. Not to not trying to like belittle Ty- the, uh, Ukraine. There's a lot more in Taiwan. Directly implicated in our defense industry, let alone our economy and the world's economy. Everything. I mean, granted, Ukraine understand. is the bread. Ukraine is the breadbasket, but yeah,
1: there's a lot of shit that you take for granted. The only factory that makes only. it is in Taiwan.
0: Now, granted, Biden. We could even walk this out further. Then, right? Biden did. Was it? Is it the Chips Act? Is that it? Was that the fucking one they signed a couple of weeks ago? I, uh, to bring I don't back know what the, To bring back, like, or. or yeah. to, to... Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. The, the bring back whatever. Yeah. No, it, no. It was
0: it was to which was... led
1: to the hilarious meme. And here is the iPhone 14, and it was like this brick phone from the 80s with a little teeny screen.
2: Oh, uh, that is fucking
0: hilarious! Vote for the Chips Act. <laughs> vote for the Chips Act. You get this. But what? But that's right. That was to subsidize uh chip manufacturing in the United States.
1: Well, and it's a thing. Oh, it's a good
0: thing. I'm not, I'm not criticizing it. It's I, a, I, it's use, I, good thing.
1: I use chips made by a company called Parallax in Rockland, California, and they design their own microprocessors. I've been using them for about 15 years. Uh, they have a very unique, innovative design. And it's, it would be a side thing to say why, but uh, they recently, in the last three years, Uh, came out with their second-generation version. And they have a group called On Semi, based in California, did the fabrication of the chips. And then they had to ship the chips to China to get them cased, to get them put in packages that could actually put on circuit boards and shipped back because there isn't anybody in the United States who can do that.
0: Hmm. So you try to walk out the singularity of, of a Taiwan invasion, maybe it's not that opaque. That could be.
2: I think logically, just
0: let's look at it from chips. You would say, Well, no matter what, we would go in and defend because the chips are just too important to the to the DOD. And not only because not only would we be losing it, it's not in a vacuum. It's like it's like baseball, where if you lose a game to Mm -hmm. your to your arch enemy, if the Red Sox are playing the Yankees and we lose a game, they don't just gain a game because they won the game. So it's actually a a twofold change in the race. (laughs) It would be us not only losing Taiwan, it would be China gaining it but you, i guess there's you
1: have... no other sources well, there that... are
0: a lot of things for which the only
1: factory in the world is in taiwan so you it's no longer a big thing now but there was a period when if you had a cd or a dvd player the only factories in the world that made those mechanisms were in taiwan
0: so walking this out i I would say that a Taiwan invasion would probably benefit Biden, just because it's, it's a clear cut thing. And then not only that you would have to, and you, and you'd be right. It wouldn't just be, you know, oh, the de- it, would, it would be an objective fact that he did foresee and prepare for this with chips. You'd have to give credit where credit's due. So I think it's, a, a right. Taiwan, it would, it would all depend on does he, fa- now if China invades and we do nothing,
1: Part, well, part of the problem is that China also depends on these factories. When I say well, the only that's, factories that's much, in the world, I mean. the only factories in the world, China depends on them, too.
0: China's in the world as
1: well. It's... They can't afford for these factories to stop production. Isn't so, G, I think isn't... that's one of the reasons that they haven't done what they really want to do. And isn't if G they... running? isn't G running for
0: an, isn't G running for an unprecedented third term?
1: I don't know. g has, as far as I'm concerned, g has precedent for life. I
0: mean, no, 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 the He, you do have to win within the CC within the, the CCP. No, I'm saying that might actually be huge because it might now be in his court. So he's going to want to invade to solidify a win. In which case, i think the only they way
1: need taiwanese parts as much as we do
0: that's that's what i mean so that's now we that's,
1: have... a, that's like a hidden thing there is like the china you know everyone says Sorry, the chinese make iphones and all but they depend they assemble. They assemble. on taiwanese parts as much as we do
0: so it seems that you kind of have like an it's an existential thing g might want to do it to solidify his own power i think the only way it could fuck biden the only way it would fuck biden would be if he didn't if he didn't act strongly on it it's kind of a weird catch-22 saying if you put boots in ukraine that would lose it for you i think if he doesn't go balls deep on taiwan let's say china does invade taiwan if biden does anything short of if china
1: invades taiwan the world has ended
0: yeah but oh, that too that's another thing yeah
1: there's 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 no i mean there's no backstop or, from that or I mean, i'm sorry that's maybe 5d
0: chess let's just you know i'm not i'm i'm shilling on behalf of biden i'm not even a biden guy but i'm just even if it's lose.
1: not nuclear if it's if, if china invades taiwan our technology is
0: over what if uh what if biden's able to what if Biden's able to look at this and go, the reason why we don't have to go in and start world war three is because of the chips act we're not. Ch- and I, I think it's going to take like five years so that It's not technically feasible, but that would be a fucking, that would be a five D dare I say, Trump actually,
1: campaign. I think that's exactly what it's aimed at.
0: That's a, that's a, that's a five D chess move. The reason we're not yeah. in world war three is because I made sure that Taiwan was expense. That would be fucking shit. I mean,
1: it's not a five D chess move. That's a one D chess
0: move. Yeah, it's a logical conclusion, it's, but to retard like you, if you look should... at the
1: situation, China and the U.S. are both incredibly dependent on Taiwanese manufacturing, and if there is a danger that China will go balls deep into Taiwan and just say "fuck it," uh, then having our own Capability, which we have abandoned because Uh capital, because capitalism.
0: Yeah. outsourced it. Capitalism.
1: So wonderful. Right. We have no in-house capability anymore. And the Chinese are sniffing at our, you know, capability that we need. That's a good point. So, yeah, I think, I think that's what the CHIPS Act is about fundamentally is about the threat to taiwan you and, could, uh,
0: yeah you could sidestep it entirely
1: yeah and 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 that's the entire point that's you have our entire civilization requires things that are made in taiwan
2: mm.
1: you have no fucking idea i work in industry oh, i know you do i know this is and, your this is your and your, your wheelhouse yeah. and if taiwan were to suddenly be sucked off the face of the earth by the martians tomorrow we would be so fucked now what the chips act is about is that you know, there was a time you know in the 1970s when I was learning computers when we made all the fucking semiconductors. We invented it in Silicon Valley, which is why they call it that. Yeah. All right. And now Parallax in Rockland, California, near Sacramento, does their best. They want to make a chip. So they're a non-fab chip house, as it's called they design a chip they get on semi to create it to make the chips for them they do that in the united states in california but then someone has to take the chips and mount them in packages that can be put on circuit boards and soldered onto place and all that shit you know because i can't take a piece of silicon a quarter inch of you know in yeah. diameter and, and all that for that they have to ship the whole lot of them to china we do that with, and uh... two weeks later three weeks later we get because because all of us all of us fanboys are going what's the status of the propeller two What's the what's you know, what's the status of the new chip? What's the status of the new chip? And it's like, okay, on semi did it. You know, we've gone through, it's like they had, oh, this, you know, we've gone through things where we had this breakdown, we had a problem, they had to re redo things and all this. And it's finally, there's like, we had a good, you know, we have good fab run. It's like, I actually have a board mounted up there. A beta unit that turned out to have a flaw the hobbyists us we found out about that reported it back to them they had to come out with a new version
2: okay so then they have to take those wafers
1: that are okay and ship them to China to have them mounted in packages that can be mounted on circuit boards. Because there are no producers in the United States who can do that. They could have the chips made in the United States, but there's no one in the United States
2: who could put those chips in packages that can be mounted on a circuit board. I'm
0: trying to, and then. Let time get away from me. Got to wrap this up in like five minutes because I'm an idiot. I've okay. got, of course, this has just evolved to us screaming about 3D printing pedophiles, but which is the natural course of episodes for you and I is to go yeah, to this point. Or, or nuclear war, which we touched on, which is which means it's we've run our course. But I was thinking, knowing the US as little or as much as I do. I don't think we would take that. This isn't even even a pro-U.S. stance. This is just what I think we would do for worse, not for better or worse, but for worse. I think if we bolstered up our own domestic chip manufacturing and removed or at least greatly diminished our own dependence on Taiwan and then China started to invade Taiwan, logically, I, I would love to see us just sidestep World War III. I think what we would probably do is fund Taiwan in hopes that the chip the chip manufacturing places would get destroyed to de to, to uh deprive China of that asset, which itself could spiral into World War Three. I don't I'm not saying it's good. I but I don't I also don't not see us doing that.
1: Well it's hard to say because right now the status quo is very firmly <laughs> entrenched in a lot of industries. Sure and uh everything would be disrupted so it's like would it be disrupted a little or would it be disrupted more that's all you can hope for is to be disrupted less uh not being disrupted in a scenario like that is just not a thing that's on the
0: table from from an american empire and again this isn't condoning this is just Again, trying to look at it objectively, oh. not only would I see us, maybe okay, so maybe let's take another so either fund Taiwan in hopes that the that the factories get destroyed in the melee or you let like the patriots you you just let China take it, and now you have set up a bipolar chip world in mm-hmm. which case we benefit wildly.
1: Well, yeah. One of the things is that it's well understood by both sides that if China takes Taiwan, they don't take the chip factories because they'll be destroyed. Mm -hmm. There's there's no chance that the processing capability will survive an invasion. Yeah. So yeah, because it's it's the yeah. precision the supply chains You'd burn it on the way out You'd... it yeah it's like well actually if china it would invade taiwan they wouldn't be burning it on the way out they would be burning it on the way in uh there's no there's no chance of any of that surviving something like an invasion scenario it's not possible and i think the chinese know that because they have their own manufacturing capability even if it's not quite as good as taiwan's uh so they know hmm. what they would be burning and i think that's part of the dynamic here is that uh what taiwan has built is they've made themselves indispensable i was about to, to say hats off taiwan
0: <laughs> now the more, more i'm looking at it my dad, dad always told his sisters My dad's dad told my dad's sisters grew up super poor. I think four of the five did said, become a nurse. Doesn't matter who's in charge. Doesn't matter what nation you live in. You'll always have Mm -hmm. a job. Taiwan has gone fucking full. I don't give a shit who you are. Y'all want to blow this shit up. (laughs) Everybody's y'all want to blow this shit up. Everybody's like, no, I want my iPhone. That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's that's basically where they are right now. It's like, China really, 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 really wants them, but they don't want to fuck with.
0: Nobody the... wins.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Truly, nobody wins. That's... It's 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 an it's a it's a it's from the same evolutionary lineage of mutual assured destruction.
1: Well, and and I think the Taiwanese have probably set it up that, that way very deliberately.
0: Yeah, why? Why build a fucking? Why try to build an army that competes with China? Just fucking build their brains.
1: Yeah, we have the chip factories.
0: As always, I I feel like I have less of a grip on the situation at the end of the podcast than I do at the beginning. <laughs> that's that's like that's the natural course of these. Is you you start to you start to get your teeth into something Taiwan, you start war gaming it. Who would it benefit? Would G want it? Would Biden want it? Would it help the Republicans? Would it help? And then you start to you you start to
1: you, you use, know who you forgot there was the Taiwanese.
0: Oh uh, yeah, but I mean, come on. Of course, of course, we forget. I mean, we're talking about the little people,
1: right? Yeah, we talk you about know, imperialist powers, it's except imperial- that they're making all of the <laughs> shit in your iPhone.
0: This could be an operation paperclip thing where, when we were first looking at the Nazis and other schematics, we realized that it wasn't just good enough to have the schematics, we needed the brains. Maybe we just start fucking kidnapping a bunch of fucking. I don't, I genuinely don't think that's off the table. I just did a solo rant before this about Operation. It's
1: not, not but it's not necessary. It's not like it's knowledge. We have all the knowledge, we've had all the, we we gave them the knowledge that, that, where do you think they got the fucking idea from? so it's, it's just that the we physical plants didn't have the energy we didn't want or so capitalism bother. just said
0: yeah capitalism said kick yeah. it off we don't give a fuck
1: capitalism said to kick it off that's exactly what happened i mean it takes you a know, billion dollars to mm-hmm. build the semiconductor plant a modern plant that can make these things and well if these guys are going to do it for us
0: Yeah. Why why should
1: we bother?
0: Yeah. Why? Yeah. You just just buy it. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what the dynamic has been for the last 20 years or so. You know, it's like we used to be the guys who made microchips, we invented the technology. And then corporate people came out. It's like Hewlett Packard used to be one of the biggest manufacturers computers in the country, supercomputers. And then they got this bitch as their CEO who decided it was better to sell everything off
0: and to do cheap stuff. Do servicing or something.
1: Yeah. And, and they've never been the same since it's like, yeah, you can still walk into office Depot and buy a Hewlett Packard printer but it isn't the same yeah. as it was in 2001. It's just, you know, the corporate landscape, everyone is rewarded for short-term profits.
0: No quarters, one cares. Quarters of a year, baby. That's the only thing we look at. Everything else is an event horizon. Three months, three months at a time. That's it.
1: No one cares about five years from now. And it shows.
0: Yeah kind of maybe in theme with this is so no one wins the more we're walking this out the more the more it's kind of crystallizing that we don't win china doesn't win nobody wins the best case scenario for everyone is status quo yeah what if you were a terrorist well i'd hit taiwan you want to do the most bang for your buck
1: yeah, but where would you hit it? How how would you hit
0: it? I have no idea. That's that's why I'm not a terrorist, Roger. That's why they I'm don't not have
1: podcast. any 110-story tall skyscrapers.
0: But you're also not as defended as the US. You could just I guess. You'd have to find all the fact. Yeah, you're right. That is too diffuse. If yeah. Putin fucking put, maybe that's going to be Putin's hostage situation for the world. I'll fucking yeah. nuke Taiwan.
1: Yeah. And the the guys Ooh. uh and it was suggested as far as nine eleven to get back to the, <laughs> the topic. Oh, we had a topic, didn't we? Uh the guys who hit I'll the Pentagon suggestion. uh the ones who hit the Pentagon really wanted to hit the White House, mm-hmm. but actually flying into Washington, it is if you don't know what you're looking for, it is very hard to make out the White House
0: from the air. It's all it's all pretty low height. Yeah, and
1: there's a lot of foliage around it and stuff, yeah. and so they hit the Pentagon because that is something that On you the can. The Potomac see. you can
0: find, yeah.
1: Uh but uh, it it's we don't know for sure, but we think that they were really hoping to target the White House. The White House. I think they also and, wanted
0: the Capitol. Uh, that was the Shanksville one, right? That was supposed it to would be have Capitol. been,
1: Yeah, it, it, it would have been more effective if they had slammed the airliner into the White House than the
0: Pentagon, because the Pentagon had been hardened. Uh, and the Pentagon's kind of... It's the Pentagon, but it's also... And it's big. You kind of also expect the Pentagon to be able to, like take a blow not just structurally but
1: yeah
3: I mean
0: just you know all the bunkers and sort of redundance taking the White House would have been a even if just symbolically that would have been
1: yeah even after the rebuild in the 50s uh, an airliner hitting it would have dramatically oh. fucked it up oh yeah oh, really uh, remove it so yeah you know, but I mean I've been in DC twice and the first time was when i was a teenager and i had won the science fair award and we flew in and uh i met the secretary of the air force oh really along with the other 10 winners of the science fair then uh and it was very weird because they flew us in drove us in. I got to see the Washington Monument like out of the corner of my eye. But we went straight to the Pentagon, to the basement. And uh, we did our thing. We all told what we had done. And then we were out of there and it's like, we were in Washington, D.C. for maybe $6. And then we were out of there on our way to Colorado. And so much later in my life, uh we were casting about for things to do and my wife and was like where were you want to go and it's like well yeah it's like there's a lot of things and it's like well i've never actually seen the shit in washington dc and so we did the tourist thing went to washington dc saw all the tourist shit uh i was very disappointed because the reflecting pool had been drained <laughs> uh, so i was like looking out from lincoln's day ankles and it's like just a bunch of mud and shit but uh the whole vibe is like disneyland hmm. it's like everything is underground yeah and it's like we have, like, a world's capital and a theme park in one
0: place. It's America, baby. <laughs> so what else but would you... But that is so America. I was going to say, and that, 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 that perfect. What else would it... And you can get a Big Mac. <gasps> of,
2: of course. Yeah. So, it, it's... Uh, yeah. But... But... It's... It's where we came from and where we're going at the same time. Hmm.
0: I would love to see those. Uh, the underground, uh, like the tram system. the. the it's like funny because of the subways meetings.
1: in the subway there. There are obviously entrances that are only meant to be used by people who have clearances. Uh, I mean it's like so yeah we never rented a car we we took the subway from Reagan International to the mall and walked about three blocks to our hotel it's like Elaine got us a really nice deal hotel in walking distance of the White House all that the National Mall and everything so it was very nice we didn't have to too much it's like trying to park the fucking car and all yeah. of this like
2: tourists usually do uh and uh, but it's like yeah, you
1: actually find there is actually a subway stop called foggy bottom
2: that's awesome. i mean it's right there on the fucking Just, subway it's like you've read
1: that you've heard this phrase your entire life and you're just like i'm here with my suitcase taking it's like looking at my stop, and it's like foggy bottom
0: which which stupid question which one technically is foggy bottom
1: that's the cia okay okay all right that's what i thought that's
0: what i thought it's tim one D- of them it's, a, it's one th- of the spook services th- th- tim dylan always talks about that he goes I bet I have a strong following, Foggy Bottom. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's either the FBI or the CIA. I think yeah. it's CIA, but well, the, it's the it's like, community. But it's like I'm I'm just it's just you're on the subway it's and it's right just there. like you pass, there's there's stop called Foggy Bottom flight. Like, you have to be fucking kidding me. <laughs>
2: yeah. It is absurd. That yeah.
0: <laughs> going for, and then for, you know, a geek like me when I went, to, went out to Colorado for my little brother's bachelor party and realizing, like, I was just like a stone's throw from NORAD. I was like, uh-huh. that's it. That's the thing. I was yeah, geek. the mountain. I was, like, I was bringing it yeah. up. I was bringing it up. Everyone's, like, drinking and, you know. There's a bunch and, of shit under this mountain. Everyone, everyone's getting ready to go to the bar and your shit face. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you guys don't understand. There's dual blast doors. They're at 90-degree angles. And I was like, LeMay was a genius. And they're like, Pat, your brother's kind of a fucking loser. I'm like, you guys don't understand. It, it's, it's Faraday cages. It's it, it...
1: um, and if World War 3 starts now, we're gonna, we're gonna be get dead get right nuked. there. I think we're that was get I think first. that was
0: my closing statement. I was like, the good news is, is if work breaks out, I was like, we won't even know. We won't even know because <laughs> it's it's right here, baby. Um, but another uh, fun fact uh you know the 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 Lincoln I think it was the Lincoln monument do you know that was actually other than pearl harbor that was actually the only uh only thing in america that was uh damaged during world war 2 and it's because a a soldier got spooked by something i think he th- like a car backfired and he thought it was like i don't know fucking germans and he fired a three round burst and actually damaged a couple of the letters like behind it it's the only it's the only damage that was done in d c during World War II. I did not know that fun fact, yeah, I think he shot no. like three letters or something
1: that's like a funny that's a funny story, yeah,
0: fuck that kid and, <laughs> and well it's yeah. morning of uh well, december seventh uh the head of the secret service went and requisitioned al Capone's uh armored limo from, I guess, like the IRS impound. And they they fucking put little American flags on it, and they put FDR in there. Because <laughs> they had never thought of, we need an armored car. But it, it was that day. It was like 9-11, it was that day. So they went and that, got mm-hmm. that fucker. Put some, They put some sirens on it, little red flags. And then in the meantime, yes. they, started, they started constructing a more official one. But for a while, FDR mm-hmm. was riding around in Al Capone's whip.
1: I've seen that car. Yeah. In person, because... Oh, really? it- it was uh the guy who uh uh built shit, what was it? One of the casinos in Las Vegas. I was just done an old guy thing and my bl- mind has gone blank. You're good. But uh he had a car museum in his casino and one of the cars was FDR's limo. That's so fucking hardcore. And, you know, it, was it right there in person. And the thing is, the, you know, what's the guy's name, all right. But the, uh, the guy was a Nazi. He was a Nazi sympathizer. The, guy, the casino guy,
0: oh, the casino Jesus guy Christ. who
1: built the museum. He was a Nazi sympathizer. And so he had not bothered to uh, renovate FDR's limo. He had left it in the state that it was when he got it. So in this museum kind of like like
0: an insult, just
1: yeah. And, you know, so it's like there's all these other cars that have been perfectly restored and everything. And then there's this car that was clearly in a gunfight with bullet holes all over it because after they got rid of it a drug lord had bought it From and they had drilled holes in the bulletproof windows to make gun ports, ports and stuff and so it had been in like a major gunfight and before it was reacquired as it were and this was like that's so amazing FDR's limo and it was just like left in that state in the car museum and uh, it was,
0: you know, that there's such there, that what a fucking poetic be- so, so that because that wasn't the one because he had he only had Al Capone's for like a couple of weeks before they got him a more official one. So yeah. the beauty is, is he rode around in Al Capone's and then had his own made, and that one went, yeah, <laughs> went back,
1: went back to organized <laughs> crime and got in a gunfight and all that.
0: It's, it's the that's so. fucking what well, it's fucking Simba, it's just the circle of life the circle (laughs) fdr holding up a baby limo (laughs) well roger i think we've effectively done a done a thorough podcast as we have reached nuclear war well that's 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 about it that's normally our canary that's yeah we generally get here (laughs) when we get to thermonuclear army we never plan it if anybody thinks this Mm -hmm. is like an inside joke it's not sadly it's not. it seems
1: to always happen
0: it's like a weird uh like, entropy
1: <laughs>
0: we just reached this point
1: but but I didn't wear one of your signature shirts this week because you said you wanted to talk about nine eleven and I thought that would not be probably a good call
0: yeah so prob- was, thank you it's probably a good call
1: uh yeah uh,
2: what's the name of that place uh Not alone. Uh no, the it names run away from me. In this. It,
1: it's strange. It's like I'll know something.
0: That's happened to me after the concussion, man. It's right there.
1: Yeah. Well I can like feel it in my hand, but I can't name it. I say Imperial Palace. I'm not sure that's right. In Japan? Uh, no, the name of the casino. Oh.
2: That might be right. That sounds right. I feel like that rings a bell.
1: Yeah, there's one in Las Vegas, and there's uh, there's one in Biloxi, Mississippi. I think it is the Imperial Palace. But the original guy who founded the one in Las Vegas... Actually, got in trouble because he hosted a birthday party for Hitler that his He's employees trying. were his employees were required to attend. Holy shit! Just,
2: <laughs> just when you f- think, just when you little, think the, just when you little
0: think the bit, <laughs> just when you think the non-negotiable Führer assemblies end.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was the IP. It's the IP Imperial Palace. Yes. You got it. I I got it. Not know, the look. brain Not cells a... finally connected, uh, Not and yeah, they and and he had this. It, it was the most incredible fucking car. He had an entire room of Dusenbergs.
2: It's the Dusenberg room, and it had a bar.
1: It was we showed up there in nineteen like ninety-five with a coupon from the coupon book that we had. It was like we here you
2: have cheap you know. What is this fight? I'm I'm totally losing it now. Uh
0: we're also two and a half hours in. This happens to me. Yeah. This is also uh, you know, the best, the, the sharpest person in the world starts to get cooked after two and a half not hours. Not
1: margaritas, the uh, the spicy thing. Marga- um, Bloody Marys? Yes. Super Bloody Marys. Okay. So we pony up to the bar and with our coupons. There's nobody else there. It's like 10 in the morning in a casino in Las Vegas. And the guy is like, okay, what? It's like, oh, we got to. So it's like, we hear you made the world's best Bloody Marys. Well, we do. And so he does this entire production thing. It's like making a salad, just like fucking insane. And then at the very end, he takes out.
2: Like it's a big secret bottle of Tabasco sauce, and he does this the secret ingredient, and we both look at him and go, "Dude,
1: we're from Louisiana. Yo, the fuck are you talking to here?" And he's like, "Oh, oh
0: how, oh, how rude of me." <laughs> excuse i didn't know that as as you were he cracks open a car battery and starts draining that into my bad my my bad could i interest you in some icbm fuel yeah would you like some hydrazine
1: all right now we're talking and yeah but but that that and the fdr car which the the guy who owned the place then is, like I said, a well that was a well-known Nazi because he is dead now.
0: Is. It's just, There's nothing sadder than a fucking Nazi sympathizer. It's over. Dude. It's been over for 77 years. Having a birthday party. That's some fucking for Hitler. That you're employees are
1: required to attend having a birthday
0: party for the having a birthday party for the for a living current president is a little (laughs) fucking a little like dude I was like yeah seriously (laughs) I'll, I'll I'll fucking text I'll call I'll call my mom dad and brothers I'll text cousins aunts and uncles and close friends Anyone lesser, and I see it online, I might drop a comment. For Hitler, uh, having a but not even for Hitler, just for if you and I threw a pre, if you, if you were like Tommy, we throwing a, a a birthday party for FDR, I'd be like, Roger, that's fucking gay shit. Yes, <laughs> like if, <laughs> but for Hitler, he's too. not
1: fucking evil.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's wrong. But that's just my point: is even for like a a good president who just happens to be even that, I'd be like, that's fucking gay. But for Hitler, too, a guy who lost. <laughs> And a dude who was a total if you go read ever go read some of Hitler's paragraphs, it's the most incel no I mean if you're oh, the master god the, he
1: invented incel. He was like the if original. If you were the master incel.
0: race, you wouldn't blame anyone for anything. You'd take the bull by the horns and go, I take this as a challenge. No, he blamed the Jews for not getting in the, not up. Get better. Just get fucking better. Whether it's your army or yeah. your watercolor paintings, just get better. There's nothing more... This is a personal, if you can't tell. This is a personal thing. I just fucking hate people that, even if you have been fucked before, nut up, grab your balls and get better. To blame anyone, especially an entire race, maybe somebody fucked you. but to just if blanket, you can't get better, just fucking
1: man up and deal with just,
0: it. Yeah. Even if it's someone in particular, but to just blanket, the reason why my podcast hasn't grown is because of the Brazilians. It's just such a total... <laughs> It's just a totally their fault. It's just a total pawning off of all response, aside from the fact that he killed them all, too. My wife
1: is actually planning to go to Brazil in next year. I thought you were about to say your wife is throwing
0: a Hitler party. I was like, no,
1: she's like, you know, it's like, (laughs) tell her, you know, it's like, tell me who you want her to
0: kill, and I can deal with. Yeah, it's like and pass it along. Just pass it, until until her, her regards from the pot. But no, I mean, of all people, not of only course, did he yeah, lose, the immigration
1: people are going to totally love that. Yeah, it's will
0: be like, <laughs> "Hey, your husband was talking about openly killing." Yeah, she's going to come in the room and say, like, "Did you she's say like, anything she's about this?" Like, hey, honey, uh, what the fuck uh, is this? But in conclusion, throw a party for Hitler, who's dead and lost, and was an incel bitch who blamed others. Dude, and require your
1: employees to all attend it.
0: Dude, and aside from that, it seems like you're a successful guy. You got a casino with a car collection. He's mm. Come so far. Oh, he's a very rich guy. He's yeah, come, I... so, come so far.
1: Well, Henry Ford also liked Hitler. Yeah, you're not wrong. So did
0: Prescott Bush. Mm. You
1: know, a lot of people did.
0: So a lot of Wall, lot of Wall Street. Has... <laughs> all right, final thing. Then we gotta wrap this shit up. Tim Dillon was doing one of his episodes a couple of years ago and I was talking about Tim Dillon. He's my favorite. He's my favorite fat gay comedian. And he was talking about whatever the musical uh, meet me in St. Louis and ring, ring, ring goes the trolley, like ding, ding, ding goes the bell. And he's like, I love this. And he's like, looks back. He looks at the photos. He's like, look how well they're dressed. Look at the women, look at the men. And he's like, what a time, what a place to be alive. What year is this? And the producer goes, uh, 1944. And he goes, that's an unfortunate year what i meant to say was i don't like anything about that year and he pauses and he goes i dug myself into a bit of a hole here i wasn't planning on this and he goes he goes wasn't a bunch of wall street funding the nazis so you ring 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 goes the uh, trolley ding 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 goes the bell germany is making us a lot of money stocks are up things are going well <laughs> don't ask too many questions <laughs> but yeah a lot of that's another thing not only paper code, do we bring it back we never really talk about the before it when we are making a fuck ton of money funding the right.
2: Mm-hmm. And.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well. I don't know what I was expecting for a nine eleven episode, but oddly enough, I think this fit well. I can't put a finger on it. Well, but I think that's up to you. Fit, I that's think up the to you, fit, Tommy. <laughs> I think the I, this is a this is a this podcast. This episode is very much a Rorschach test. You're gonna see what you want to see in this. <laughs> You're gonna frame Roger and I however you want to frame it, and there's no right or wrong answer. But much like a Rorschach test, just keep it to yourself because I don't want to fucking hear it. Roger Williams, author of my favorite book, and my good friend. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Curators' conclusion of book two will be next week and um sounds like a plan aside from that hope everything's doing well hope you feel better and uh much love brother thank you so much as always it's a pleasure to talk go check out the book it'll be in the description as always amazon lulu fantastic my favorite book i say it for a reason.